The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Yes, your host is back, back from my little vacation, and we got a show for you today because there's a whole lot to cover, so we ain't got time to die. Welcome to show 190. Nation, no time to dawdle. A couple stories coming up for you today. Chris Carr is up for grabs. That's right, people. You heard it. NFL drops the ball on the schedule. We'll hit that as well. Draft day party plans. You got any? We're going to talk a little bit about the draft, what we need. And Jerry Porter pops off about his five years of misery in Oakland. And I got some comments on that. And welcome to, of course... I want to say his name, Columbia <laughs> Edwards. <laughs> really, I'm serious. Anyways, <laughs> we'll talk about him. Also, D'Angelo Hall here on this show today. And then, of course, we're an Asian podcast comments for him. Section. <laughs> you can tell it's been a while, huh? I know. Shut up. Anyways, Chris Carr up for grabs. Yes, Tennessee Titans came in big for Chris Carr. They see a talent and they're going to try to get it from the Oakland Raiders. And I say, Al Davis, pay the man. Pay this man his money. Chris Carr is the bullet. We need this guy running those balls right down their throat on every kickoff return we can. Come on, Al. Kick down. You know you got to. I've been telling you, he's a necessary part of the Raiders. We need him big time. Check him out, man. 201 kickoff returns and 4,841 kick return yards. That is good. Really good. We can't let him go, man. That's cheap to get that guy. Chris Carr is an integral part of the reason we can stay in games right there, folks. Special teams means just that. Special. And Chris Carr is special, man. He is the rocket man, and he is very good defensive back. So I'll tell you right now, we got to keep this cat, we got to pay him his dough, and then move on. And the Raiders also signed Akbar Jabiamila. Jabiamila. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's right. Colorado Chris, chuckle it up, buddy. And you, you also, uh, Robert Moorhead, ha, that's what I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't produce, the, I can't pronounce the names. Sorry. And Jeff Otis is back again. And Eric Meyer, another guy that we haven't seen. But Jeff Otis we've seen before. And he was on our uh, 
our practice squad for a while and we cut him. Now, let me talk about our new acquisition besides D'Angelo Hall, who will definitely make a big impact with our Raiders. The Raiders are going to try to salvage another career of a cast-off, you would say, from the Lions. I wouldn't call him a cast-off. I'd call him a steal. I'm going to try to pronounce his first name, but you know it's brutal. How come they can't get guys with normal names? Kalimba Edwards, I think it's right. I hope so. Kalimba Edwards, um, I hope he turns out better than Mike Williams, of course, but I believe it's a better match for the Raiders. Edwards agreed to a two-year contract reportedly worth $5 million on Friday. The Raiders continue to work over the, and bolster their defense in the free agent market. Like Williams, Edwards is considered by Lions fans to be a bust. But I think we're going to do pretty well with this guy. They cut him on March 13th because he was injured last season and only played eight games. Now, we have to understand this. His best season was their best season at 6.5 sacks as a rookie. He had a team-high seven sacks in 2005. He had three sacks in eight games last season. Pretty damn good. Two on the season opener against two. The Raiders. That's right. He came in and kicked our ass. That's why I think he will be a great player for us. Once he got hurt, though, he didn't play. He's disgruntled, you know, like Derek Burgess. Derek Burgess is not very happy either, and we better pay him some money, throw some dollars at him. And Chris Clemens is gone. So this is exactly what we do need in the defense to shore up our defense. And I think the names that we have on here, if the talent matches, we're going to be brutal on the D. And that's what we need here in the Raider Nation because at least you could see something real good, and it'll give Jamarcus Russell a chance to shine as well. Good defense gives the offense a break, literally. Now that the Raiders added Jabril Wilson and D'Angelo Hall and William Joseph at tackle and re-signing Tommy Kelly and Amdi Asawa, they have a pretty freaking awesome freaky defense. Now, I don't know about anybody else in the league, but I know that the uh, AFC West better watch out because the Raiders are going to come in hard on D. And if we end up getting a good pick in this draft on the defensive side of the ball, we could end up being a pretty good contending team. So you never know. You never know. But our defense is looking mighty, mighty good. And I really haven't seen it this strong in many years. Here we go, man. We're, uh, <laughs> we're starting to roll on the D big time. And I think we got a real chance to make something happen on the defensive side of the ball this year. Let's hope so. We got to stop this one run crap right now. And I think Al has flipped out about the defense and given Rob Ryan everything he can. And we're going to develop Demarcus Russell around the players that we have. And uh, I think it'll be a good year. I think the coach will do well. I think if Al keeps his fingers out, we should do good. But great pickup so far. I'm jacked. I am jacked about the defense. I am happy. Uh, we could do much worse. And as far as the defenses in our own division, it's looking good for the Raiders. I'm going to tell you that right now. And that's about all I have to say about that. 
All right, other NFL news. Let's see. April, let's see. April 3rd? Is that April 3rd? I think it's April Fools. Yeah, that's right, because all us fools who thought the schedule was going to come out are just that. Because it ain't. It's going to be late like it was last year. That's right, folks. About six days. So you're looking at midweek next week, maybe later. I know I'm jonesing. I want to know the schedule. Got to make my plans just like the rest of the nation for crying out loud. And I don't just mean the Raider Nation. I mean everybody <laughs> needs to make plans for their games, what they're doing, where they're going to be, what's going to happen. You know, because we're going to go out of town. We got to know. And it's better to know early than late. And I'll tell you right now, April 3rd is like April Fools. You can forget it. As said by Greg Alio, Alio, I think that's his name, uh, of the NFL, he said there's no possible way it can happen. The only thing that might happen, and I believe this is true, is that we might get a glimpse of the premier games of the opening day of the NFL. That is probably about it because you know they play those, they work those out pretty well. I don't know if we're going to be in the mix. I hope so, but who knows? The opening day for the NFL. But the schedule ain't coming down. <laughs> no April 3rd. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about that because I'm Jonesing. Gonna make them plans, buddy. Got some parties you're gonna go to. We're gonna go to a party. We're gonna go to a party at Ricky's. Hope we can get in again this year and do the video cast. It was fun. It was wild. We had a great time at the draft. Hopefully, and I think it will be just as big of a pate as it was last year. So let's look and see the controversy of what's going on. Okay, at number four, the Oakland Raiders pick. Well, if they don't pick Chris Long. And they better pick Darren McFadden. And I know I'm going to get a bunch of bullshit for making that. But I'll tell you what, man. At the number, you got to pick the best person. If either one of those cats are available, that's where you need to be. So that's two out of four possibilities. If we don't get that, we're going to have to hang with some wide receivers, which are tough. Tough to pick in the early rounds. Maybe later. Defensive, offensive line, either one. Those would be great positions. But I'm telling you, Darren McFadden needs to be on the Raiders. I don't care if we got 10 running backs. We had 14 wide receivers in camp last season. So don't tell me you can't take Darren McFadden and throw him in the mix and see what happens. Just see what happens. I know it's a lot of money, but think about it. You better get the best freaking athlete that you can. And I don't mean what you need. Whatever comes out, it's what happens. It's what you stick with. And I'm telling you right now, that position would be Darren McFadden. He is an absolute speedster. If he gets into the secondary, they'll be looking at his shadow the whole way to the end zone. This cat is crazy. He's not like Michael Bush, people. Michael Bush is a bulldozer. 
Yes, he's a powerhouse. Runs through, over, on top of, on their face. That's our man Bush. He's a bruiser that way. And if we get him back with Fargus, if we have McFadden, that would be crazy. The same thing with Long. If we can pick him up, I doubt if he's there. But I'd pick him up if he was there. He has the long arms. He can get in. And he would make havoc happen on other players across from him. I am sure he comes from fine pedigree. And it's not just because of that. It's because of all the other things that make him the great pick that would be for us if we could get him. Okay, that's it on that. Let's look for something else here. Oh, you say Jerry Porter? I have to laugh. I have to laugh because here he comes. Jerry Porter once again talking about the Raiders. Now, we all know that he was traded over to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars represent an opportunity for Porter to resurrect his career. And where have we heard that before? Yes, the disgruntled Porter has a lot of baggage, and that's right. And just like the other, as they say, cast-offs that come off of the Oakland Raiders, he has considerable baggage. Wide receiver known as a malcontent in Oakland. But he acted as if he was the you know Randy Moss of the NFL. But this is what he had to say. And this is a quote. I've been trying to start fresh for a while, Porter said in a telephone interview. It's a bit of a relief. You know you're going somewhere that's very stable. Uh, they know exactly the direction they're going in. The quarterback situation is set, and the coaching situation is set. My first three years in Oakland went great. As a rookie coming off into the league, you go into AFC Championship, and then you go to see your first Super Bowl. This is when Jerry Porter's thinking, NFL life is going to be sweet. But then the next five years happened, and he said they were just hell. He said he can't count how many head coaches he's had, and he can't how many assistants he's had, and he says he just you got to take the sweet with the bitter. Now, saying that Jerry, <laughs> saying that Jerry, I just can't believe that you could say such a thing about the Raiders when you made it sound like it was all the Raiders' fault. Let me just tell you, if the Jaguars need somebody, as they talk about a downfield threat, to go 10 or 15 yards, you're the man. <laughs> if they need someone to bitch about something, you're the man. If they need someone to treat fans like crap, you're the man. Jerry Porter, I'm telling you, man, I've seen you. I've witnessed the fact that you are a colossal rectal orifice. That's correct. Your goat smelling ass ain't welcome here in Oakland anymore. And when you were here, you were just an asshole. But it's, it's funny. Jerry Porter was part of the problem in Oakland. Even though we're looked at as a bad situation, he was part of it. 
It's a joke to say this first three seasons were great because Gruden had to sit in his ass, and he sit him down for the two first two years. He only caught 20 passes. I think Jerry Porter needs to return half his freaking salary. Because I'll tell you what, he only played for two for four of his, his eight years. Two years are marginal marginal at best. And it's not like he was double teamed. He's not all that. Shit. He 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 was on the other side of Moss, Rice, and Timmy Brown. So to say that he was great is his own propaganda he never lived up to his hype and he was always in Gruden's doghouse and they called him the ghost he disappeared for four or five games in a row he wouldn't be seen then all of a sudden he'd come out of nowhere I don't know I just think that Jerry never put 100% effort into Oakland and good riddance to his goat smelling ass that's all I got to say about that. Let's see now. We signed a defensive end from the Lions. Detroit Lions, that's right. Mr. Edwards, defensive end. 22 straight starts with 26 tackles, 10 forced fumbles, six recoveries. Now, he did, he got injured a lot toward, towards the end, but I'll tell you right now, he's a great addition to the Oakland Raiders. Some people are doubting the fact that he's another, or saying that he's another has-been from the Lions that's not going to pan out like Williams, but I will tell you this, I don't think so. I think he's coming to a place where he thinks he can rebuild himself. I think that's a great idea, too, because on the other end, of course, you have Derek Burgess. Now, I want to talk about Burgess for just a second because he's pissed off. Derek Burgess is pissed still because he didn't get a contract. He didn't make any more money, and I'm sure that he's not happy because of the money that's being thrown out right now to D'Angelo Hall at the tune of $70 million with $24 million guaranteed. Holy mackerel. And they're throwing a second-round draft pick at these guys. And a fifth in 09. I think D'Angelo Har was a great signing. I think he's going to prove out to be great in our defense. And our defense should play a whole lot better. And I mean a whole lot better as meaning a whole lot more aggressive as far as our tactics go, Rob Ryan. And I'm looking for a big change in the defense as far as more of a 3-4 defense or a hybrid of the mixture of the 4-3 and the 3-4. I'm thinking that's going to happen. Um, I'm looking forward to it because we're getting smaller, faster defensive players. And uh, it looks like he could do a lot of things with this defense. I just hope that we do one thing, and that's blitz, blitz, and blitz some freaking more because <laughs> it pisses me off that we're not. So there. That's all I got to say about that. Let's look to the Raider Nation podcast comments forum section. I'm an old town Raider, Tim Brown, slow pain, touchdown, food die for the black hole, LA Coliseum, shoot it back to the Oakland Coliseum, welcome to the house, the house of pain.
I see here today that people are very excited about the schedule that be released. Juan Jorge comes in. Schedule will be released April 3rd. You ready, Ready Nation? Well, there's one. And I just wanted to say again, it's not going to happen. It's pretty funny, though. But uh, we got a lot of fans coming to all kinds of games. We got fans coming to everywhere. Let's see here. Pirates Life for me. He's coming down from Canada for the season opener. He's made it for the last four years, and hopefully they'll deliver a win for him. For what? But if not, he'll still have an awesome time. Um, to boom Moss, ha, ha, ha. I'm coming down for the game against the Chiefs and dropping by San Diego for an away game against the Chargers. Taking 10 fully painted Raider fans in Qualcomm Stadium to cheer our boys on. I love it. Pirates life for me, brother. Excellent, excellent. Colorado Chris comes in with, he's going to be at the Ravens game and the Jets game. And we're hoping to see you, brother, because we got to tip some brewskis and have some fun, man. You are one funny mofo. And, of course, Juan Jorge will be in the house. And thank you for doing the show, Juan, last week. You gave me a break. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Somebody else want to go? I think the the uh, Crusader Raider wants to come on in and make a play at uh, doing the show. I'd love it. Let's just try to work on that. Randall. Let's see. Juan Jorge comes in. He's thinking about a friend and him going to San Diego uh, when the Raiders play. Well, you can go go on down there, man, because we're going to be down there. It's fun down there. And Raider Rico's definitely going to attend the game against the Rats. And you know what? You got to know that that game is going to be bad to the freaking Oh, it sure as hell is. I'm telling you right now, man, the Rats game is going to be on freaking fire. Colorado Chris comes in. We're going to be 7-9 and nine next season. I sure think so. If our defense improves a fraction of how much we spent on it, we should be pretty doggone good. So I think that will be a great, great, great thing. I can't wait for football, man. I'm telling you right now. I cannot wait for football to happen. It's going to be happening. And uh, let's see what else we got some people saying here. Mm -hmm. And here we go with the story from Pirates Life. For me, I think Davis is going to watch how things go this season and probably hoping that Kiff gives him a reason to let him go. A lot of it is on Rob Ryan and how that defense plays, but with some of his play calls, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I agree with you. Our pass coverage is set now, but I still don't know about stopping the run. Nobody knows about stopping the run. You just have to take a look at the long litany of running backs last year. They got a hundred plus yards on us, and it was pretty crazy. I believe it was like 10, 10 running backs got over a hundred yards on the Raiders. Pitiful. Just freaking pitiful. Let's see. Raiders comes in with Kawakami. <laughs> Kiff might stick around for a little while. Now, this is an article by Kawakami, and I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. Shut up. I'd assume that the Raiders' craziness this offseason would surely lead to Lane Kiffin separating himself from the franchise. But lately, I've heard, I wonder where he's heard it from, some things that are making making me reconsider. Things so chaotic. Things are so chaotic in the Raiders' offices that Al apparently thinking he can't afford another coaching change in the middle of the tumult. Oh, brother. He doesn't like Kiffin and did want Kiffin to quit. But now that Kiff has refused to blink for now, and it's almost April, Al might not want to go through more convulsions at this late date. <laughs> convulsions. Kawakami, man, you got a great way with words. Even Al wouldn't be so nutty as to think that he could switch Kiffin for James Lawson in April, just weeks before the draft, without a blip on the team's emotional radar. Who is this guy, Kawakami? What planet do you come from? Evidently, once again, you are stuck in Al Davis's closet, maybe in his pants pocket, maybe in his garbage can. The latter, I feel, is probably the case. But Kawakami... You got to get real, Patna. I don't know who you're talking to, but your sources are giving you a bum rap. Things are done. Kiffin got slapped. End of story. Forget it. Quit trying to bring it up. Kawakami. Okay, let's see. Where else? Kiffin speaks. That's right. Kiffin speaks is right. Kiffin said something, and I was going to use this on the last show before I got waylaid into a vacation. What a shame. We're very pleased about the acquisition of D'Angelo Hall to the Raiders, said Raiders head coach Lane Kiffin. This following the offseason signing of Tommy Kelly and Gabriel Wilson, we feel that we have one of the most talented defenses in the league, end quote. Correct me if I'm wrong, but are these the first words we've heard from Kiffin since I hope so after the Senior Bowl? You're damn right. That's right. That's the only words since, what, June? (laughs) Wait. No, January. January what, 3rd? January 10th. (laughs) Good Lord. I can't remember. I can't remember because it's been so flippin' long ago. Raider Rico, you are so on the frickin' money here with this thing. You know, he did say something, so that must mean that Al is letting him out of the doghouse slowly but surely. Just like when you send your kids to the room for a punishment and you catch him in the hallway watching TV out of the corner of your eye. Al is letting Kiff watch a little TV in the corner of his eye and slowly but surely letting him back into the room. Let's hope that he lets him coach football this year. I'd love to see it. Well, that's it for this show, except for, of course, the Raider Nation podcast bone line. So let's get on the bone and see if there's anybody that's called the bone line. Get on the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw your bone in there. I don't even care, especially if you're a fan of another another team. Let's hear you. Come on out to the nation. 
Let's hear it happen. I love it. So if you got something to say, say it. 1-800-620-7181. So let's hear who's been on the bone line of late. This is Raider Helen, and I thought Podcast 189 was great. Juan Jorge, you did a super job. Thanks for one of the best shows. Bye. Thank you, Raider Nation, for your patience and the, all the Raider love because uh, we're just digging it. It's fun. It's getting close to the draft pretty soon. Training camp. Things are rolling, and things just never stop here. We'll have a little slow period here and there, but not for long. Summer will be over before you know it, and football will be in the air. So I can't wait for that to happen. But until then, we got all kinds of news flowing your way from the podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Raider Craig, and of course, I am out. Out.